lot. You've just listened to our splendid preview show number one. And so without even pausing for breath, we're back again with preview show number two. <laughs> Bearing in mind that we've just done the first show and we're going straight to the second one, having consumed how many? Three bottles of Prosecco already. Oh my. We need to go to the shop and get some vodka. Anyway, the longer this goes on, the more fabulous we're going to become. So we're going to preview another 13 songs in chronological order of them being released. So let's get stuck in straight away and head off to our first victim for this show, which is a song from Norway. La Norvège. La Now, 19th of February was one of those silly, super-duper Saturdays where there were six finals, which for a Eurovision fan is always going to get very, very messy. Now, the Norwegians have been using their Melodie Grand Prix competition since their debut in 1961, even though the format's changed dramatically over the years. Nowadays, it's a six-week job comprising of four heats, that bizarre second chance round, and then the winner of each heat... Each heat <laughs> joins five mysteriously pre-selected songs in the grand final, and then there's a super final duel, which or a gold final, which is a telever only round, which in turn did. Oh my God! I mean, it couldn't be any simpler, really. Winning the super gold duel final was Subwoofer, a Norwegian mask-wearing duo who are going to great lengths to keep their identity a complete secret. Although no, you know, no one knows why, and I'm not sure that anyone cares anyway. But they're calling themselves Jim and Keith, and they live on. The the moon. There's a sample lyric here. The chorus goes before that wolf eats my grandma give that wolf a banana. It's written by DJ Astronaut and the aforesaid Jim and Keith and the thing here is that they're wearing masks and we can't see their lips move and I want to see those beautiful Norwegian lips move. There's no evidence of live vocals. Anyway let's do the audio. Not sure I told you but I really like your teeth That hairy coat of yours with nothing underneath Not sure you have a name so I will call you Keith See where you're going but I don't know where you've been Is that saliva or blood dripping off your chin? If you don't like the name Keith I'ma call you Jim And before that wolf eats my grandma, give that wolf a banana, give that wolf. And before that wolf eats my grandma, give that wolf a banana, give that wolf. Give that wolf.
that wolf eats my grandma Give that wolf a banana Give that wolf your grandma yum yum Someone give that wolf This is a strong televote and very poor jury performing song, yeah, I think. Uh, the, the lyrics are witty. Uh, it does have echoes of Roop's discotheque in terms of its visual presence, I think, with the moves mm-hmm. and something to kind of, you know, it's a fun family Engage kind of, yeah, so. yeah, exactly. And I think this might, well, I think it's absolutely definitely qualifying. And I think it might just nudge the top 10 on a strong televote. No! No, no, I honestly, no. I really do think I think it will. No. Uh, I'm sorry about that, but no. uh, it's not. I mean, it's it's pleasing. I, I think Eurovision does need songs like this in the mix, although those would all dive introspective male ballads uh, this year. But um, I, you know, I wouldn't be on my playlist. <laughs> Death by introspective male ballad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay, this is a, also a little bit of a generation shift, I think, with humor. This is very sort of internet humor, YouTube humor, but also a modern instant Eurovision classic. All the masses that usually don't watch Eurovision are going to go for this. It is very funny without being a joke. My sister's first reaction was that it was a bit Dada-esque. And I think that speaks to that this is an intelligently thought out entry it is also very a very good and well produced track it uses all the pop elements but does something totally different and unexpected with those commercial elements and why not why does pop always have to be about love or sex or whatever this will compete with the ukraine for the televote win i think and we shall see how the juries react to this because it is a very professional and slick package and maybe the juries will reward that. But of course, the juries could completely tank it as well. Uh, this is so much fun, so refreshing. I think this could go top five. I want someone to run on a stage, do a stage invasion and pull their masks off. That's what I want. <laughs> anyway, next up we've got oh, Slovenia. The ex-Yugoslav uh, states seem to miss out year after year. Uh, Slovenia debuted in '93. The best result was 7th in 95 and 7th in 2001. And in fact, they've not had a top 10 result since, which is pretty bad, unfortunately. They always use their EMA national final to select their song. This year there were 12 songs in it. Um, and winning was five-piece band LPS and their self-pen song Disco. Do you know what LPS stands for? No. Have a guess. I don't know. I don't know. Last pizza slice, which is really cryptic and very funny. They were formed in 2018. (laughs) It's basically five twinks giving us a slice of Slovenian downtown funk. (laughs) Okay, just play it.
Something in the song and the performance that I actually kind of like. I find their cute awkwardness kind of charming. I'm transported transported to some kind of school concert or something like that. It's a bit reminiscent of the geekiness from Dothy mm-hmm. from Iceland, but the similarities end there. This just needs so much work to feel intentional and I just don't think it stands a chance. The singer seems terrified of the camera, but perhaps... That suits the lyrics somehow, but it's not coming across at all. I don't actually understand what this is all about other than geeky school concert realness. Even though it absolutely has a kind of charm, it's definitely not qualifying unless something miraculous happens with the staging. When they appear on stage with uh, dicky bows and dinner jackets, to me they reminded me of like a poor man's commitments. Oh, oh from from that <laughs> yeah. classic Roddy Doyle film, but but with none of the charisma, panache, and flair that the commitments had. And, or um, being good musicians. Yeah, it's a pity because I just don't want these countries like Latvia, Slovenia, North Macedonia to get stuck in this rut 
of being non-qualifying every single year. It's nice to be kept on your toes and to think that, you know, that we'll have different countries in the final every year. But it, it is getting a bit depressing uh, from that point of view. So Slovenia, you need to buck up your act next year because this isn't going to the final. Isn't it funny how they always stand out, the ones that aren't going to qualify? Yeah. Um, now, Croatia, it's been... 20 years since they had a top 10 place. And like Slovenia, the Croatians used their national final uh, Dora to select their song. This year there was 14 songs in the final and winning both the jury and televote was Mia Dimsic and her song Guilty Pleasure, which she co-wrote. And if the national final performance is anything to go by, she's going to be joined on stage by a handsome man who's going to entertain us with some exceptional dancing that will have seemingly nothing to do with the easy vibe of the song. However, and the hot off the press this is, the Croatian delegation, which rhymes, have since announced <laughs> that there's going to be some major changes in her performance. Do you know what they are? Do you know what they are? They've announced that she might not wear a black dress. <laughs> a devastating revelation, as I'm sure you'll agree. Now, last year, Croatia entered a great song, TikTok, but they still failed to qualify. And the only thing Croatia have ever won is the Barbadex Award for the Worst Dressed Act in 2016. Is this your guilty pleasure or not? Let's find out. Dreamt of you last night, woke up, you weren't there. Five nights in a row of dreams I'd never share You come without a warning early in the morning Timing's never been our thing Leaving me with guilt, the only souvenir to bring I'm with him and you're a secret treasure He's divorced and you're a guilty pleasure I'm with him and this is real life, honey Guess the joke's no For this hungry heart I'm with 
and that song is neither of these two's guilty pleasures. Ah, help, help, help. Oh, no, it is, it is my guilty pleasure. I mean, oh, the, the, okay. so my hubby, hello, Stephen. Love Hi, you, Steve. Bit. Hi, Steve. Hi, you poor Eurovision suffering partner, you. You're doing um, very well. Yes, you're so loyal. I, I played this to him, and after three minutes, he turned to me with a completely perplexed look on his face and said, that song sounds like a million other songs I've heard before. Why do you like it? And I said, I don't know. But she's lovely to look at, and the melody is easy oh, to remember. No, she is. I mean, she, well, I'd much rather look at her than some of the men this year, let's face it, uh, especially the guy pirouetting around her trying to knock her off that podium and make and make her not sing. It's so, it was more like it's a knockout, wasn't it? Can, can you actually keep singing for three minutes without falling over while that prick is like trying to push you off the pedestal? I love that word, prick. Yeah, I know. Um, so I'm, I'm just trying to get the positives in here before Juan comes in with his bucket of water, but I hope this qualifies. It's not going to win. But poor old Croatia had such... It was really bad luck last year, TikTok. Uh, didn't deserve to just miss out so better luck this year la quasi let me just clarify it's definitely not water in my buckets um so basically (laughs) so basically it's about her being married to a guy but actually she has feelings for another guy i mean ever heard of a divorced girl maybe you should have gone with that and spared us all this insincere posturing (laughs) sugary hetero nonsense are we sure this is not actually the danish entry for me the big problem (laughs) for me the big problem problem is that if you're going to contrast a darker, painful subject matter with over-the-top sweetness in the music, your lyrics have to be very good, because it's what ties it all together and gives it an appropriate perspective. And the lyrics here are just atrocious. It's as if they were written by a young teenager, and it makes the contrast between the subject matter and the music feel so superficial, ridiculous, and pretentious. And just to add to that feeling of superficiality, in the national final, like Mark said, they had this guy freestyle dancing spinning and breakdancing all over the place it is actually hard to make this less credible than what it is i am trashing it but i do see what they're going for feeling the sharp knife of impossible love but feeling it on a beautiful summer's day i like the concept but it urgently needs to be elevated i would say get someone who is actually competent with English to rewrite the lyrics or maybe just change to Croatian because the melody does communicate a kind of melancholy sweetness which tells its own story and sometimes it's better for people not to understand the absolute rubbish you're on about. Bloody hell. Oof. Oof. Am I safe sitting here next to you? (laughs) I'm so angry. Oh my God. I mean, I never said it was a Shakespeare sonnet. Your nipples have gone really hard. Cut glass with them. There's a lot of love. There's a lot of love in the room right now. From this, from the absolutely lovely Croatia to the magnificent Polonia. Okay, so Poland. <laughs> That's my verbal emoji. Uh, they are the current junior Eurovision experts, but as yet they've not quite managed to successfully transcend into adulthood yet. Adulthood as yet. They finished in the top ten just three times since the debut in 1994, and they've rarely been able to hit the nail on the head. However, this year, quite randomly, they've given us an excellent Polish final. Polish? Polish? I've just invented a nation. (laughs) Polish final. And it's so weird for us Brits to see other, let's say, in inverted commas, less successful 
countries being so enthusiastic and putting all this effort into their selections because here at the BBC, we're just used to... Like I put jack shit here. So again, on Super Saturday, February the 19th, there were some very good songs interspersed with past Polish selections and winning a very strong competition was 22-year-old Christian Ochman. He was born in the <laughs> USA to a Polish family and rumour has it, and this is hot off the press, you don't know this. Rumour has it, this man wants to marry me. <laughs> it's true he doesn't know it yet I just need to email him <laughs> uh, as a side note the Polish final game was the first sign language song which is very interesting because without the visual it really is an instrumental uh, or is it? would it have been allowed? because of course sign language is an official language now what do you reckon? would it have got through if it had won? you mean the sign language song? yeah it's a very interesting concept. I think it's amazing representation. I'm not sure, though. Anyway, the winning song is called River. It's co-written by Ashley Hicklin, who's from Scarborough. I love it up there. He's a veteran of Eurovision songwriting, having written five of the songs over the years without absolutely any success whatsoever. This is my goosebump moment. And I think it's yours too, isn't it, Mark? We're both going to need tissues. And it's going to get very sticky here in the studio. This is Christian, my lovely Christian. Christian, I love you, Christian. Christian and his river. Of. Gonna take my body down, right down, down, down to the river. Gonna take my body down. Let the water carry me away. Just float away, oh.
take my body down right down 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 to the river you have got no idea how much I need to swim in that man's river <laughs> oh my god oh my god I love this he sings absolutely phenomenally live he absolutely nails it live the song changes quite a bit through the different sections as it progresses and totally keeps my interest for all of it and his vocals continuously shine and impress throughout the chorus is my favorite especially live and i honestly think poland have a chance of at winning the whole shebang if they can come correct with the staging this is the big question although his vocals are the main selling point of the song his voice is just so rich and expressive and i believe every single word he sings uh although to be honest i'm not really listening to the words i'm so captivated by the voice he's mine he could be singing about what he had for breakfast for all i know i don't care i love it uh, it's one of my personal favorites this year and i wish them all the best if if this wins i would be so happy i fear for the staging though Yeah, I fear for the staging too because uh, we all remember the ride last year and previous other Polish efforts. But, you know, we live in hope. Um, I also hope it wins because I've got an awful lot of money <laughs> <laughs> on on this both to win but also to come in the top four. I've been a bit more conservative with my bets uh, and think that if this comes in the top four, I'll be more than happy. Uh, I think it is going to come third or fourth um, because... I think he's the best singer in the competition. I think it is one of the best songs, but I think the staging will have people going, oh, that's such a wasted opportunity. One of the great strengths of this song, though, is that unlike many of the strong songs this year, you don't need to hear it three or four times to get yes, it. And on it. that night, well, first of all, it gets a run in a semi-final and a lot of exposure, and then it gets... Uh, and it'll. I think if it wins the semi-final, it'll be either this or Sweden, which will win the semi, I think, semi-two. Uh, I think uh, it's going to get a very very strong position in the running order so don't sell shares in Poland just yet but uh, whatever happens Poland you've got your best song for years and years and years and this will be one of your best ever yeah. best ever entries they can be so proud so proud I know when I swim in his river hmm. Malta's next Ooh. From the sublime to, to the... Yeah, to Malta. <laughs> <laughs> it's a well-known fact amongst the fandom that Malta are desperate, desperate to win the contest. This is their 34th attempt since 1971. Their best result was second in 2002 and second in 2005. But for some reason, they've struggled of late, particularly with the televotes, and I don't know why. They were seventh last year with Destiny and Je Macasse, which I'm sure they were actually quite disappointed him. However, winning the Maltese final this year and beating 16 other entries was 22-year-old singer and model Emma Muscat, <laughs> who's had a couple of minor hits in Italy. Her winning song was called Out of Sight, but the good people of Maltese TV recognised that regardless of it winning, it was still a pretty rubbish song. So um, they've cunningly opted 
cunningly opted for a new song sung by the same person. In other words, what a waste of time to have a national final. The new song is called I Am What I Am, original, and uh, it's actually much better than the original song in the national final. She starts, because she plays the piano, she starts at the piano and goes on to do one of my all-time favourite Eurovision moves, the piano <laughs> walk away while the piano Yay! still plays on. Woo! That's magic. <laughs> and... <laughs> Even though there's no live performance of the new song available yet, the piano intro lends itself to do the same thing. Hello, Malta. Let's see what you make of this. Every time I fall down As soon as I hit the ground Remind me who I am, yeah And I'll get back up again Getting up, getting up, yeah This is my master plan I'm gonna take a stand Take it I know it's been done before. Oh, sorry, uh, we're recording. It's been you've ever you've done it before, lass. Who's first? Um, <laughs> honestly, what can one say about this? I mean, 
this I'm what I am thing. I, I blame Conchita because ever since 2014, <laughs> there's been she spawned a monster. Oh, please, please don't bring Conchita into this. I know because I mean, Rise Like a Phoenix was a magnificent song sung by a magnificent artist, but unfortunately, people have cotton on to the lyrics of this liberation and self-declaration and I belong to an I minority and let me free. And if you're going to do that year after year after year, you have to find a very original, clever way to do it. What minority is she belonging to? Well, then? I don't know. I mean, what, Female, what, what, she, I am straight what, white woman. No, yeah. but I am what I am. <laughs> Wasn't that a song from La Cargio Fall, the musical? Gloria um, Gaynor, yeah. the 70s. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, so, no, non-qualifier. Next. Yeah. <laughs> if this was the Eurovision cliche contest, this would soar to victory. Uh, but this is tired and basic and does not deserve a place in the final and does not deserve any more of our time, actually. So I'll just leave it at that. Did you hear that, Valletta? <laughs> right, San Marino, the tiny enclaved microstate with a population of only, only 33,000 people, remarkably had a four-day a four-day selection process with 18 songs in its national final. I find that incredible. And the main thing it proves to me is how rubbish we are here at the BBC. Winning the prestigious <laughs> accolade of representing San Marino was, San, was handsome 31-year-old Akil Lauro. And I think it's fair to say, sticking my neck out here, this is the best San Marino have given us for a long time. And Akil himself, indeed, he has a look of Damiano from Maniskin all you know, kind of you know, toned and inked. He had a number one hit in Italy last year, which will undoubtedly get him big points from the host nation. He's usually photographed practically naked with a super sexy yet unfinished, I've noticed, dragon tattoo decorating his fine shredded torso. Basically, he's the exact opposite of Sir Hat. <laughs> um, he came 14th behind Mahmoud and Blanco in San Remo this year with a different song. His San Remo song this year is called Stripper. It's, quote, a feminist anthem about being yourself despite judgment from others, unquote. It's going to be sung predominantly in Italian and it's written by... Do you know how many people wrote this song? How many? Ten. Oh, my it God. Took ten people to write this song, including our lovely singer, Akil. Listen out for the references to Britney, Birkin, Madonna, Barbie and even your own little personal Jesus. È una stripper, sì, quest'amore è uno strip club ah, Il mio cuore è un freezer, freezer Sono a letto col killer, thriller Like a virgin, virgin Non è un film London Collin Corri, ah, I love Britney E il diavolo non ha perché Ma che stupida voglia che ho, quella stupida voglia Metto la gonna più corta che ho, e vado fuori, ah, e vado fuori di me I don't know, ora mi Playboy, è una Barbie, 
600 cavalli Io il suo beagle E il mio personal Jesus I don't know Ti fidi di me, che stupido uomo Ma che stupida voglia Ma che stupida voglia Metto la gonna più corta che ho E vado fuori, ah, e vado fuori di me Che stupida voglia che ho Ma donna che donna che sono Nessuno mi può giudicare Ti fidi di me Che stupido uomo I don't know I don't know Well, you know, sometimes I'm just so grateful to the creator of the universe for not only making me gay but also a Eurovision fan. I'm just completely in love with this. He had me at like a I love Britney. I love it. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I would listen to it outside of Eurovision, but in this context, for me, it's pure gold. The studio cut is like Hanoi Rocks playing a Johnny Thunders song or a Slade song, and his vocals sound a bit like Johnny Thunders or Sean Ryder from Happy Mondays, but in Italian, of course. It's catchy. It's fun. It reminds me of things I used to listen to when I was a teenager, basically. And it really pushes my buttons Long time so ago, hard. <laughs> uh, I used to love the New York Dolls and the like in my teenage years. So I love this kind of masculine femininity that actually embraces and represents the self-destruction that often comes with the implanted shame society generously donates when you're born different. Uh, although, although, <laughs> although this is, of course, the Eurovision version of all that. Uh, there are inevitable comparisons to Monoskin, but I much prefer this. This is actually a good track. And I can't wait to see what they do on stage. I hope it's something crazy and shocking. I already love it, though. I think the... the running order it will be critical for this song because I think it goes after some sleepy... Um, you know, sleep-inducing ballad that we all loathe. I think it will absolutely light up the contest. It's a then, basically. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I was, thinking, I was thinking the song that's coming next. I'm not sure if that's in the same song. Oh, yes, but anyway, uh, but it will absolutely stand out. And of course, these days with the running order, they very much try to go for yin and yang. So it's like slow, fast, slow, fast, up-tempo, slow-tempo. Um, I'm not a great fan of it because I'm an old fogey, but I have to say I do prefer it to Italy's winning song of last year because at least I can sing along to it. And also, I just think if this has energy and colour and pizzazz on the stage, it will romp through to the final. Are you still on your statins? Oh, yeah. I, I've, 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 doubled, I've doubled my dose. I'm up to 40 milligrams now. Can't you tell? <laughs> yeah. Australia. Ooh. 
European Australia joined the party as a special one-off in 2015 and they are still with us. Their results have been getting worse and worse over the years and last year they failed to qualify for the first time. So they're back peddling in the outback. On February the 26th they held their national final in the Gold Coast. 11 songs and winning by three teeny tiny points was Sheldon Hernandez, a.k.a. Sheldon Moore, with his song Not The Same, which he co-wrote alongside with two others. And the backstory here is that he's gay and he's got Asperger's syndrome, hence the title of the song, Not The Same. Whether that's going to resonate with the rest of Europe remains to be seen. He finished third in Australia's Voice in 2018... Um, but this seems to divide opinions, so I'm expecting to have to mediate between my two beautiful guests once we've had a listen, and I'm hoping for a riot. Play it, bitch! I was told at six years old They'd avoid me if my heart was cold Found it hard to talk and speak my mind They never liked the things that I would like you're taught to play but you're not the same as the other kids playing the same game try to jump on in but they push away so far away i'm not the same no i'm not the same tried and tried my father asked me if today i smiled i said yes i did but that's a lie oh i always tell those lies then you run and hide hide the break inside do you realize that the light shines bright through those that 
Juan thought I was going to like this, and in fact, I don't. He's drunk. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I don't want to be unkind, but... <laughs> of, course, of course I have sympathy for people with Asperger's and people who have difficulties growing up, but, but the, it's the tone of the singing here. It feels like a, a lament. It feels funereal. I, there is the pain in the voice, but instead of me feeling sympathetic, it makes me want to kind of run away from the song. Uh, I think this is going to struggle to qualify. I, I don't doubt his vocal ability. He definitely has a voice. Uh, and with a different song, I would have much more time for him. But I'm afraid to say this is very low down my list. Oh, I'm so um, surprised by that because you know, as a, as a Catholic, I thought you'd love this kind of lament. <laughs> but um, but well, actually, I prefer Thomas Tallis <laughs> yeah. and Alleg Miserere by Allegri, but not this. So we're, actually, it's a bit of a role reversal because I kind of like it. Um, we are absolutely spoiled for choice when it comes to stellar male vocals this year, and I think this is another one. Um, the vocal, yes, the vocals here are breathtakingly good. His name is Sheldon, not Stella. <laughs> not only, <laughs> not only his voice, but how he tells a story with his vocals, and he uses light and shade. How he can be so soft and then massively suddenly loud and huge. He goes so over the top with the drama and the belting, but I don't think it feels inappropriate or or too much. It actually feels very intentional and it suits him perfectly. For me, the song is not great and I do skip it when I hear the studio version. The live version is a completely different thing, though. I came across his comment and I would love to claim it as my own, but it's way better than anything that I could have thought of. And it is, you need to see him first, so you'll appreciate it when you do see him. He looks like he's been dragged through Dunelm backwards and I think that is absolutely spot on. He's wearing his bling over his face and he's got this long curtain thing going on behind him and it's been translated into Spanish, Hebrew, Turkish and Italian, this song. We don't know why. Anyway, <laughs> let's move on to Finland. Eee! Finland got their second best ever result last year with Blind Channel coming a very well-deserved sixth place. So staying with that kind of rocky vibe, winning the Finnish final Uden Musiken Kilpaulu and beating six other this year were the Rasmus, who have somehow mysteriously teamed up with a chap called Desmond Child. Do you know who he is? It rings a bell, actually. He co-wrote Bonnie Tyler's Believing Me, and I'm very amused as to how those two craft um, paths crossed. Now, the Rasmus, if you don't already know, are a four-piece Finnish rock band that was formed in 1994, and they've sold 50 million albums worldwide. I've never heard of them. Do you know who they are? The Rasmus? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they had a hit like ages ago. Do you know who they are? Never heard no, of them. No, Mark's nodding his head, no. Well, the lead singer is called Lowry. He's 42 years old, although he doesn't look it, and the song is called Jezebel. Midnight, it's time to put your face on. Game set, a killer shocking heels. I'm just the first shot on your hit list High kicks, a predator wheels Woke up with bruises on my body Hands tied like Jesus on the cross Your name's in lipstick on the mirror Jezebel, I don't know how you got it 
I don't want to come across as being all PC, but when the song is described as praised about strong women in the image <laughs> is of um, Glenn Close in Fatal Attraction, just basically uh, ripping out masculinity with her male victims and stomping all over people. Um, I do have slight worries about what's going on here. Musically, uh, I'm really up with the song I, I think I almost prefer it to Blind Channel and Blind Channel was great last year oh wow uh, yeah because I, I, the, 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 the song the, the melody stays there and, and it's easy and accessible it's sort of soft rock if that's the right expression but, um, but it's just the message of the song I'm just you know I'm sorry to be a bit of a party pooper but I, I'm a bit worried about what's going on here I like his coat if San Marino was Hanoi Rocks and Johnny Thunders, Finland is Poison by Alice Cooper and any Bon Jovi song, uh, in that they are sort of telling a cheesy story through a romanticized character, like Bon Jovi does in everything. Uh, but this is a girl who is celebrated, like you were saying, who's celebrated for being strong, like a rocker tomboy, basically, but of course through a straight male perspective, so you know. It's a bit more woke than Bon Jovi, but not that much woke. So a bit of a, a Bon Wokey, maybe, or a Woke Jovi, or I don't know. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Anyway, uh, it's super cheesy. I kind of love it, although it's kind of a guilty pleasure. I think the Rasmus understood the assignment, though. Over-the-top, epic, cheesy 80s rock for Eurovision. Yes, please. But my sister, who is also a musician and into rock, hates it. I'm not really sure it will get the rock vote but I kind of hope they do. They deserve to be in the final. We always want Finland to do well because we love Finland. Yes, I we want do. to hear more Finnish language, please. Swami. Uh, the Netherlands are next, so we're into March already. Oh, sorry, the Netherlands. Yay! Uh, we're into March already with just 12 days before the song submission deadline and 20 countries still yet to drop their song. So we're entering the snowstorm phase of the national final season. Super Saturdays every night! Now, the Dutch were one of the very few countries this year not to have a national final, instead opting for an internal selection. The chosen artist is 21-year-old Stein Stinstein Dendo Hallander. I probably said that totally wrong. A.K.A. S10 which I probably said very right. She's a Dutch singer, rapper and songwriter. The backstory here is her apparent struggles with mental health and her diagnosis of bipolar disorder. It's called Didipte? Didipte? Didipte, the depth. And it's a tribute to the sadness and memories that you carry with you. She co-wrote it and it's the first time we get to hear the absolutely beautiful Dutch language since Seinecke in 2010. And this is a very moody and rather excellent piece. And it's very well thought of by the bookmakers. So 
Let's hope they do really well with this. Ken je het gevoel dat, dat je droom niet uitkomt? Ben je wel eens bang dat het altijd zo blijft? Want het regent alle dagen en ik zie geen hand volgen. Jij en ik toch samen, dat zou altijd zo zijn. songs in this year's show. It's about 33 to one with the bookmakers. I love her really long blonde hair. She's got a splash of the Rapunzels. Juan. We are being blessed by the Eurovision gods with great ballads this year. This is absolutely fantastic from the Netherlands. In the verses, her voice is just so heartbreakingly beautiful and the melody is just as beautiful. It sounds almost, it sounds like a bit folky, a bit like Eurovision ballads from the past, but perfectly blended into a modern track. The chorus strikes a fantastic balance between catchy and heartfelt. And I can see this doing really well with both the televote and the juries. This is one of my personal favorites this year, and I'm getting massive winner vibes. I don't know what the odds are talking about from the studio cut, though, because there is absolute magic in her voice. But I haven't heard this live, so I don't know what it will be like. I really hope it can live up to what the studio version promises. This is absolutely gorgeous. 
this is, for me, this year's biggest grower between a song that makes a decent impression on you the first time you hear it, and then at the fourth or the fifth time, it's, wow. And it's a song that just keeps on giving and giving every time you hear it, which is a good sign in a song. It's also quite hard to classify as a song, which was what I like about it, because it does sound like a classic ballad the way it starts, and suddenly when the chorus comes in, you think, whoa, is it a ballad or is it something else? Mm -hmm. And that's what makes it so hard to, to, to categorise. Um, I'm thinking Come After the Storm and the Common Limits and that sort of moody sincerity, authenticity... Um, if this is staged really well, this could really this could go top three, uh, but it also might be ninth or tenth depending on the performance. So, uh, but it's definitely qualifying, and it's one of the the year's best songs. Well, the Dutch are definitely having a bit of a renaissance, aren't they lately? So we move on to Montenegro, Ooh. home of the Slavko. They're back after a couple of years' absence. <laughs> You've got to feel really sorry for the Montenegrins. This will be their twelfth entry, and they've only managed to qualify twice. The best result coming in 2015, when they finished only thirteenth in the grand final. Their songs have admittedly been actually quite atrocious. The entry this year was presented. On Friday the 4th of March, it's called Breathe, and the singer Vladana co-wrote it with Darko Dimitrov, who's had his little fists in no less than five of North Macedonia's entries over the years, most notably Tamara. He wrote Tamara's Proud in 2019, which of course, as you all know, came 7th. The backstory here, apparently our lovely singer lost her mother to covid Last year, so this song was written as part of her grieving process. It's a very powerful and emotional song, so let's hope it gives Montenegro their best results because they deserve it. I've decided. The pain will go away, they say, in the clouds form. You'll keep the things you feel their smell just to make you warm. But nothing feels the same The fear won't leave you anyway The battle for the life is bigger than you know To act so selfishly is unforgivable The air is what they need, air is what they breathe They'll die without it, it's unforgivable
think it's going to be another year where we lose a lot of the uh, Baltic, Balkan countries. Um, there's a nice personal story at the heart of the song. The, the singer lost her mother to COVID, hence emphasis on breathe and life and respiration. And um, it has a very nice start. But then it rather gets lost after this sort of change of pace. And um, in a second semi-final that's very, very competitive, uh, I, I, I think it'll finish. Uh, I think it'll finish possibly above one or two others, but it won't get into that magic top ten. So it it, it joins North Macedonia, Latvia, Slovenia, that group of wannabes that were trying to get in and haven't qualified for a long time. So, again, more work needed. Mm-hmm. Although I agree that this won't qualify, I, I think this is a valiant effort. I actually like this mid-tempo Balkan ballad. Part of that is because there really isn't anything else like this in the competition this year. So I'm very happy and grateful that Montenegro is bringing this flavor, uh, something that really sounds like it's from Montenegro. Is it the best Balkan ballad ever? Absolutely not. Uh, I like the melodrama built into the melody and the way the song keeps growing and ends on a predictable yet satisfying big bang. Yeah, interesting. We don't have a typical Balkan ballad this year, do we, for a change? This this is the closest thing, I guess. Let's go to Germany. (gasps) As well as the United Kingdom and Spain, Germany consistently score really bad Full stop. It's a punishment <laughs> for being exclusive members of the Big Five. They've finished in the bottom two, five out of the last six contests, which is absolutely appalling. This year, on March the 4th, Germany held their annual Germany 12 Points National Final. There were six songs, and without me sounding too bitchy and critical, because I have had some Prosecco, um, did you watch it? Yes. Oh, my God. It was embarrassing. It felt like a UK final. And one of the singers even forgot her words. And I felt really sorry for the artists. And even though I think the best song won, I think Germany are going to find themselves right at the bottom again this year. The singer of the song is 24-year-old Malik Harris, who's, you know, he's okay. He co-wrote the song. It's called Rock Stars. But visually, oh, my God, it's a mess. But he's got time to fix it. Let's have a listen. Look where we are. We used to be the rock stars Who never thought of no heart Into this thing we call life stop gleaming I wish there was a way to go back dreaming Remembering it so hard When time is moving so fast Wish there was a way to know that we're in The good old days before we all just leave them Try getting rid of the pain I try to make it go away But it probably won't change Always thinking about my own worries Remember back when we had no worries No, life just ain't hidden the same I sit and miss and reminisce about innocent old days When I was afraid of nobody No, I'm afraid of being a nobody Don't wanna leave my bed I'll just stay and never get it together Voices in my head, they keep saying it'll never get better Look where we are We used to be the rock stars Who never thought of no heart Until this thing we could life stop gleaming I wish there was a way to go back dreaming Remembering it so hard 
When time is moving so fast Wish there was a way to know that we're in The good old days before we all just leave them Sometimes I got this kind of sting that's right inside my chest Its only purpose is convincing me that I'm a mess And even though it's always been an uninvited guest It finds a way and nonetheless wish I could change my address And you know, just be somebody else for a couple of days Although I'm pretty sure we all feel the same kind of way Cause if you think about it, aren't we all set in a place Where we look back at better days and wish they weren't so far away I wish that I could just go back and be the way I was I wish I'd still not give a damn about how I come across I wish the way I saw myself had never gotten lost And all the worries, all the thoughts, all the thinking, all the parts So exhausted, always caught up inside my doubts and flaws And I'ma count them all, somebody catch me, I'm about to fall Yeah, I'm about to fall, can we press pause? I'll do a restart and be who we are We used to be the rock stars Who never thought of no heart Into this thing we could life stop in. I wish there was a way to go back dreaming Remembering it so hard When time is moving so fast Wish there was a way to know that we're in The good old days before we all just leave them Remembering it so hard When time is moving so fast Wish there was a way to know that we're in The good old days before we all just leave them He is literally a lamb to the slaughter It's not great, is it? Uh, his singing voice is quite shaky His rapping is, I mean, like a bad Eminem uh, There is, however, a kind of likable homemade feel here Like he made the song in his bedroom and he's just some kid trying to follow his, albeit quite cheesy, dreams. Uh, I don't think that's enough for the Eurovision. The song and the whole package actually is not very engaging. A possible last place in the vinyl. Is it possible to come any lower than the bottom two? <laughs> <laughs> Can you actually fall out and get sort of relegated to the subdivision? Yeah, but he's going to get no points, isn't he? It's going to be it's such yeah. a young lad. Yeah, yeah, this this could be the James points. Newman embers uh, of uh, of 2022. Um, and you know that final, the lack of quality. I mean, that's two and a half hours of my life I'll never get back. And I sat there in my house with my... Uh, hubby and stepkids occasionally popping in and looking at what I was listening to saying, why do you put up with this? <laughs> it was like, that's know. a very good I question. <laughs> so I'm sorry, Germany, you'll have to come back and dust down Nicole from 1982 and give her a shot next year. Woohoo! Ouch. Denmark are next. The Danes held their annual Melody Grand Prix on March the 4th, a much smaller affair than the Scandinavian neighbours, just eight songs competing, three of which went through to one of those super-duper finals and emerging as narrow victors was a four-piece rock band, all females, called Ready. Now, Denmark are renowned for their happy, clappy songs, but they rarely send anything too contemporary into Eurovision. So this is very, very true to form. Another dated slice of 80s rock. All the things you said when I was just a kid Telling me that I needed to fit in Year after year, I never 
Denmark can do much better than that. What do you reckon? I think it's telling when the three favourite songs in the Danish final, the final sets of votes were split 37 to 33 to 30. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's hardly a ringing endorsement, is it? And there's memories in this of last year's Fjerde und Flamme, if you remember, which is, oh, let's all go retro and 80s and people will like us. And, uh, and this is worse than that, I think, so I'm not a fan at all. Yeah, this is much worse. But I really like that it's a girl band. It seems like we're in an age where female empowerment seems to be the same as female sexualization. Sorry, define girl. <laughs> it's a lady band. Lady band. Uh, I don't know if I necessarily agree with that female empowerment is the same as female sexualization. So it's nice to see femininity in this way. Just a bunch of... Ladies having fun and, <laughs> and women. <laughs> women and relying on attitude and personality to sell their entry to us. Really? Yes. Unfortunately, I don't think the song or the performance is strong enough. 
being Denmark, it's the watered-down, conservative, family-friendly version of rock we're getting. I'm not saying that it can't work in Eurovision, but they just need to be better overall. So, yeah. Uh, cheers, Denmark. Uh, next, we have Romania. Ooh. Now, the same night as Denmark were choosing their entry, the Romanians had their national selection contest. There was 46 songs in the pre-selection, 20 in the semi-final, and then 10 in the final. And winning was a handsome 20-year-old dancer, singer, and songwriter, Andri Jonuts. Ursu, a.k.a. W.R.S. And his song with a Spanish title, Yamame. <laughs> which he co-wrote. Now, Romania have failed to qualify for the last three contests, so they'll be hoping to get back on track. It's got a very summery vibe. The, chore- <laughs> the choreography is excellent, but... Um, I mean, excellent in quotation marks. Yeah, it's, well, when I say I'm comparing it to his vocals, oh, which see. are pretty bad. This is the last song on this preview show number two. So let's have a listen and then we can all go to the toilet. Oh my. Knew that I was different than the others. They never liked you. Try to keep my head above the water, but you're making it so. Hard to What if they gonna find out Nobody's gonna like if We get away Need you to stay What if they gonna find out Nobody's gonna like if We get away Need you to stay Hola mi bebe be Hola mi bebe be Llámame, llámame Llámame, llámame Hola mi bebe be Hola mi bebe be
I would really hope that qualifies for Romania. It'd be nice to get them back in the final for a change. What do you reckon, Juan? Oh, okay, so... My relation to pop music is similar to my relation to people with mental health issues or people with that are not neurotypical in that if someone is aware of their issues, you can connect and interact with them in a different way. I include myself in that category. I think I'm quite heavily on the spectrum. That's for another show, though. Uh, in contrast... That's a long, 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 yeah. long show, by the way. <laughs> in contrast, <laughs> if someone is not aware of their issues, interaction is more difficult and possibly not as enjoyable. The same is true for pop. These are adults performing ridiculous songs that most of the time <laughs> are one step up from children's music. So there needs to be an awareness of that so that it allows you to interact, to have fun, not to take it so seriously. And that is what we get here it is completely ridiculous it's kitschy and camp it knows it is it allows you to have fun it invites you to have fun Uh, and underneath the ridiculousness it's actually a very strong chorus a pretty decent song i love it this is what i come to eurovision for thank you romania it, yeah, it seems to me R- Romania is going back to the successful songs of the mid noughties I think. Tornero, Let Me Try, uh, Up Tempo. There's a slight kind of beach party summary feeling about this one. And I think there's always a market for this kind of song. The difference between this and, say, the retro failures of, of, of Denmark and one or two other songs that are trying to reinvent the past but are failing is that, that that constituency for that kind of retro has come and gone and will never come back. Whereas this is always with you if it's done well. Um, I hope it's stage well. I hope it's really colourful and catchy. I hope there's a little wink to the camera. I hope there's a sense of, we know this is all cheesy plastic fun, but you know, we know that you love us and we love you. Yes. That's all they have to do and they will go through. Yes. He's very yes. handsome. He's a great dancer and a great performer. So I'm hoping he's going to sail through because basically, yeah, I love him. So, that completes our second preview show. I hope you found fulfilment and a sense of belonging amongst those wonderful songs. There's another 14 songs to go in our third <laughs> and final instalment. Woo! Woo! Kill me now, you're all saying. Is, is this what purgatory feels like? What are you talking about? I'm in heaven. (laughs) Pour yourselves a pint of sherry, loved. Sit back and join us for part three, which, like London buses, you can hear me slurring already, is literally (laughs) around the corner, and we'll see you there. Yeah. Ciao, ciao. Bye. Bye.